is not only um, expensive, wasteful, and illegal, but it's also cruel and rationalizes unfounded distrust in our election systems. Washoe County recently fended off a major proposal to overhaul election laws. The resolution was advanced by County Commissioner Gene Herman. It would have forced people off voter rolls if they did not vote. It also would have mandated hand counting of ballots and would have required armed government agents to oversee polling locations. The resolution was widely determined to be illegal, costly, and unnecessary given voting protections already in place. But that didn't sway dozens of people to push for it during a day-long meeting at the Washoe County Commission Chambers. They were met by even more people speaking against the measure. I'm your host, Bob Conrad, with ThisIsReno.com. On this week's episode, we break down what happened at the county meeting. But first, members of the City of Sparks Fire Department have issued a vote of no confidence against their fire chief. Here is a representative of Sparks Fire speaking during public comment about the fire department. Good afternoon, Council. Jared Stewart, Vice President, Local 1265 for the record. Uh, I'm here to speak to you today about our most important mission at the fire department. Our most important mission is life safety. As many of you have heard, we've had a few incidents as of late which highlight the problem with our mission. Our mission mission statement even states, the Sparks Fire Department will strive to provide the highest level of prevention, suppression, rescue, emergency medical care, and related services to the citizens, businesses, and visitors of the city of Sparks. Just a few weeks ago, as you were all informed, a member of the excuse me, the uh, Toscana living community went into cardiac arrest in the early morning hours. We had a response time that exceeded six minutes. This response time exceeding six minutes was during the optimum times of a response. There was nobody on the roads at the middle of the morning. We could have had a chance to give them a better treatment should we have had a better response time. Furthermore, our members attempted to resuscitate this citizen for over 25 minutes. When they were on a physician trying to get uh, direction to cease term, uh, to terminate resuscitation efforts, Story County Ambulance walked into the room because that was the closest ambulance to this citizen. With our current fire staffing model, even a single fire could mean that your citizens don't get any medical treatment. I spoke with Darren Jackson with Sparks Fire about what is happening. In 2007, Sparks had 108 firefighters, including Fire Prevention Bureau, when the, when the downturn happened, um, we decided not to, not to lay anybody off. Uh, we voluntarily took uh, big pay cuts, and we built a plan with the city, because obviously because it was so bad, um, that as people retired, we wouldn't backfill those positions. Um, in, and that way, we were able to keep all of, our, all of our members, and we didn't have to lay anybody off. Um, our hopes was that once things turned around that we would kind of be rebuilt, you know, over time and that hasn't happened. So when, where we were at 108 firefighters, we are now, we have 89 approved positions, including prevention, but with, um, retirements and the fact that we haven't been filling the vacancies as they come up um, fast enough. Um, we are down 
when, when you figure every everything in, guys that are injured and all of that, we're down to 61 firefighters that are actually running calls on fire engines right now. Um, so that's we, we've been you know in the in the 60s, the mid mid 60s, which we're still slowly getting smaller and smaller. And the last couple of years with uh, with COVID and everything have been very difficult. Um, and so we've been firefighters are just getting tired. Um, you know, it's it's difficult when you're working, you know, massive amounts of hours, and and our our work schedule is is radically different than what everybody else works. Um, so our work week starts out at a base of fifty six hours, and then it goes up from there based on on the needs of the department. Um, it's fairly common in the summertime the last couple of years to be well over 100 hours a week, um, you know, week weeks after weeks after weeks. So we're, we're you know, the, the fatigue factor is starting to show with more injuries um, and, you know, guys that, that are just starting to show the, show the signs of, of, of that kind of stress over that period of time. The, the problem is it's starting to bleed over to the public now. And that's something that, that we're not okay with. We don't want the public to, to be impacted by, um, you know, our, our lack of staffing and, and lack of ability to, to get where we need to get to in the, in the times that we need to make. So I've been working with the, with the city council, city manager, and the fire chief um, for months, months before I was even the president of the local, um, you know, bringing the, the, the problems to highlight bringing in the, the statistics and all the data um, showing what what I was saying and they haven't they, they just haven't been motivated um, by what I've been saying and we're starting to now injure firefighters and 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 that's we're, we're just we have to we have to bring this to light and influence them to bring our staffing levels back up to where they need to be not just not just to rebuild and fill our vacant positions but we're two or three or or more stations short which is you know infrastructure that takes a long time and and we need to start those those projects right away the city of sparks after the vote of no confidence issued statements in response sparks mayor ed lawson said he has complete confidence in fire chief jim reed he said, sometimes families have disagreements on the way things should work. This can be caused by individuals being hyper-focused on the specific job they do each day and not seeing the bigger picture. Lawson further said he had no doubt that firefighters are passionate about their jobs. The controversial voting resolution at Washoe County was smacked down for being illegal, costly, and unnecessary. Here is how Commissioner Jean Herman explained how her resolution came to be. Um, so uh, the following is just a little history of how I came to questioning the integrity of our elections. I, first of all, have been voting since the 1950s, and I believe that elections should be fair and honest, transparent and constitutional for each and every legal citizen in America. Since the 1700s, we have expected that. 
and deserved that about 20 years ago. I went to vote in our local polling place, and to my dismay, I was not allowed to vote because someone had voted in my place. So when I became a commissioner in 2014, it was very important to me, and I felt it was my duty and responsibility as a representative of the people to provide fair and honest, transparent, and constitutional elections. If I had a lot of extra time, I would go through all the meeting minutes and find all the times that I brought up election questions and concerns and complaints from citizens to the county manager, who in turn called the registrar to the podium for answers over two county managers' time and seven-plus years. And I don't believe I ever received a complete answer in all that time, which has been a serious disappointment to me. I have handed, handed over documentation that showed discrepancies and fraudulent activity, but I never got any explanations for any of them. But hundreds came out in favor and in opposition to Herman's resolution. Nonpartisan poll watchers testified to the existing processes. They said election protections are already in place. Welcome Good back. afternoon. My name is Margo Piskovich. I'm a native Nevadan. I'm a retired attorney. I voted since I was 18, and I'm also a poll watcher. Um, I believe everybody's entitled to their opinion, but they need to have facts to, uh, to support that opinion, and we don't have that today. I guess if you say it over and over, then it's right, but that's not the way elections work, and it's not what's happened here. We have really no issues. We have a few here and there. As a poll watcher, for many, many years, I saw one person who came in who couldn't vote. I thought it was drugs. I was told he was so drunk he couldn't use the machine. They still let him vote. I don't know how he voted. After the election, I was a poll watcher again, watching the votes come in. One person brought a vote in to another person, and I got up and asked the actual registrar's office employees, why did you have this, this, this vote be brought in? They said, because they voted twice. And I said, what happens? And they said, it goes to the Secretary of State. Others testified that the impact of Herman's resolution would disenfranchise people of color, those with disabilities, and those living in poverty. I appreciate the opportunity to testify against Washoe County Resolution, R2250. My name is Sequila Ankertak. I'm a registered voter in Washington County in District 5, Commissioner Herman's District. I am a Navy veteran and a Master of Social Work student at UNR. Transitions to all paper ballots is time consuming and what um, could disenfranchise tens of thousands of voters. Over 41,000 Washoe County residents are disabled. Um, one voting machine per polling location could cause unnecessary delays and bar access to the polls in a manner that creates unequal access to the election systems. Um, posting national guards or sheriff's deputies at polling stations to monitor voters clearly acts as voter intimidation that would deter people from participating in elections. As a person who is part of the black community, there's a deeply disturbing history there, and many in our community already feel targeted for their skin color, housing, and its socioeconomic status, many other identities. They rightfully are already deeply distrustful of those who are supposed to serve and protect us, so what about us? Um, the entire resolution blatantly challenges the public policy of the state, 
um, and seeks to make voting less accessible and more elite despite the right of every last Washoe County resident to feel included in the voting process. I'm deeply concerned about the disproportionate impact this will have on voters of color, those who have immigrated to US, those with low income, persons with disabilities, and many other marginalized communities. Lily Barron with the ACLU of Nevada said Herman's proposal would create more problems with voting in Nevada. We rely on secure technologies every day for banking, taxes, the DMV. Limiting the amount of Electronic voting machines is as efficient as using a carrier pigeon instead of your phones in the year 2022. These machines produce a paper ballot that is secure and carefully counted. We all remember being the punchline of the nation for the extensive amount of time it took to count our votes, and this resolution would make this process take even longer. It is easy to take these things for granted and incredibly detrimental to so many Washoe County residents who aren't afforded the same ability to have easy access. Whom would this punish? People with disabilities, people with multiple jobs, single parents, the working poor, elderly, and countless others. Very few things are fair in life, but voting in Nevada is. We absolutely do not need to burden the public with a $5 million bill for regressive policies at a time when our children and community needs our investment. Using the National Guard to militarize and intimidate citizens exercising the right to vote? Measures like this resurrect, reinforce, and reinvigorate the voter suppression of our racist and violent past. It is embarrassing to watch a group of people who likely voted without the threat of lynching, without a bloody Sunday, without suffering, marching, sitting in, complain about voting rights in this decade. Sarah Mahler with the Washoe County Democratic Party noted that nonpartisans are the largest political group in the county, but they were excluded by Herman in her proposal. I strongly oppose all of the items on Commissioner Herman's proposal. However, um, as chair of the Democratic Party, I would like to address item number 11, Central Committee approval of poll workers. <clears throat> For the record, the Democratic Party of Washoe County does not want this authority or think it's appropriate. We believe elections should be a nonpartisan process. We respect the work of Registrar Deanna Spicula based on mutual respect, nonpartisanship, and professionalism. The county attorney has explicitly stated that by giving poll workers um, hiring to the party central committees, item 11, is outside the scope of this board's authority. In other words, it's your job, not mine. Additionally, item 11 would disenfranchise the nonpartisan and third party, party voters in Washoe County, who currently outnumber both the Republicans and the Democrat voters in Washoe County. These nonpartisan and third party voters under item 11 would not be able to get the poll worker jobs. We think this is unfair and, again, disenfranchising. Bill Neal spoke in favor of the measure. He said those in opposition to Herman are ridiculous. You know, inconvenience, I'm tired of listening about inconvenience. You know what? We have an election every two years, four years for, for president. If you're inconvenienced, tough. Buck up. It's important. I don't care if you lose an hour's worth of work or two days' worth of work or if you lose your job. If you want to vote and it matters, you know, find something to enforce the right to vote. Another person claimed that inactive voters are not being removed from the county voter rolls. Here is Reno dentist Ingrid Lubbers. 
Hello. Uh, thank you very much. Better get the cheaters on. Uh, I'm just speaking for myself, several neighbors and family members. Um, I would like my remarks on the record, if you don't mind. Um, I've been a Washoe County resident for 60 years. Um, I know from personal experience the voter rolls are in a derelict condition, and that is a paramount thing to fix. Um, inactive voters are not being purged. But that's not true. Washoe County staff explain that voter rolls are updated daily. Jamie Rodriguez again for the record. Uh, so there's a multitude of ways that the voter rolls are updated, and they are updated daily. So we do have people who come into our office or into the office to have things changed. I can tell you during the couple of weeks of candidate filing, we had about 10 to 15 people each week that came in, whether that was updating their voter rolls or letting us know that a family member had passed away. We do also get reports from the state vital statistics. The reason we use state vital statistics instead of the medical examiner is that not all Washoe County residents pass away in Washoe County. So the medical examiner may not have all of the residents who pass away, and so we do use vital statistics. Um, so there are mailers that we send out regularly to people to make sure that they still live where they're supposed, where we have them registered. Um, there are uh, Drives that are done, you know, by parties through the DMV when people get new driver's licenses, there's updates, new registration cards are sent. We do get a lot of people that follow up with us from that saying that their party, that their party affiliation has been changed or other, or other issues. And so those are updated daily. There are a multitude of ways, whether it's people contacting us through agreements that we have between Eric, the National Change of Address Program, and those. So there are a multitude of sources and ways that we do get data to update the voter rolls, and they are updated daily based on the information that's provided to us. Herman initially proposed that the Nevada National Guard be stationed at polling locations. When informed that was not something the county could legally authorize, she changed her tune. She said the sheriff's office should instead be stationed at voting locations. But that, too, is not possible. Assistant County Manager Dave Solaro read this statement from Sheriff Darren Balaam. So this is from uh, Sheriff Balaam. It says, my leadership team and I carefully reviewed the proposal and concluded after a thorough analysis, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office is unable to staff 65 voting locations on Election Day and 25 voting locations over a two-week period for early voting. Currently, the Washoe County Sheriff's Office has over 73 vacant positions. We have faced the same staffing challenges so many other governments and businesses have experienced over the last two-plus years. Utilizing commission staff from both patrol and detention at polling locations, my leadership team and I believe would put the safety and security of our community, detention staff, and inmates at risk, and the reduced staffing is not feasible. When presented with the concept of paying overtime to staff polling locations, the Washington County Sheriff's Office simply does not have the staff to accommodate the, re the request. The fiscal impact uh, to staff 20 locations during early voting and 65 locations on the primary would cost the Sheriff's Office about $273,000 in overtime costs. As a result of uh, changing work conditions worldwide, the Sheriff's Office regularly finds it difficult to staff necessary overtime shifts and believes it would be unable to staff, uh, staff the time and size request of early voting and election day. Herman's fellow commissioners, both Democrat and Republican, were not convinced by her resolution. Okay. Um Vice Chair Hill, I have you signed in next. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, I am ready to make a motion to deny this resolution. I think that um, all of the things in it, even the things that the board can move forward with today, are going to put our election in jeopardy. And our job as this board is to 
assist the registrar's office with the um, the resources that they need to conduct a fair and uh, safe election. And so I'm ready to uh, make that motion. This uh, resolution would limit access to voting and create chaos and really throw our voting tallies into question. Here is Commissioner Von Hartung. There, there are many things on here that I don't believe are unreasonable. Cleaning of voter rolls. There's, there's nothing unreasonable about that. But voter rolls, <clears throat> I've read some of the documents that have been put forward, and I, and I heard some folks uh, this, this afternoon slash evening say uh, the voter rolls should be cleaned annually. I would not want the voter rolls cleaned annually. I want them cleaned constantly. That's a living document. It's, it is daily. You have heard me say this, and I will say it again on the record. I had to move my, my mother fell down, little 90-year-old, broke her hip, was a resident in, um, she was more than 90, she was 90, 90, 90, 91, fell down, broke her hip, lived in Phoenix, had a very tough time. <clears throat> we had to move them out of their house into an assisted care facility. They hated it. I moved them up here. Um, moved them up here in mid, uh, mid late-ish, actually mid-2019 because my, I did get to spend my mom's last birthday um, with her, which was just wonderful. And by January, she had passed away. My dad, my stepdad, was still alive. <clears throat> um, we registered him to vote, and he did vote in the 2020 election. And... Um, Sadly, uh, he passed away from COVID. He got COVID in his living facility. I was, uh, like you, I'm very frustrated. I did not get to spend any time with him in his last days. I have a, a video that's heart-wrenching that a doctor sent me of my dad on the night that he passed away. And, and uh, even thinking about it makes me want to cry that I could not be there and, and hold his hand. It's my stepdad, by the way. My parents were married in 1968 at the age of, he was my dad. He, he did a lot of raising, I guarantee you. I gave him a lot of consternation. <clears throat> um, just out of question, because some folks had come and, and mentioned about the, the issues with cleaning voter rolls. And by the way, his last name was not Hartung. His last name was Nolan, N-O-L-A-N. I'm not ashamed to, to say that. I checked his registration about, it was by just, just out of curiosity, I checked it about two months after he passed away. He is not registered in Washoe County any longer. He's not registered, nor is he registered in Maricopa County. So, and by the way, I promise you, I, I, I tell you truthfully, I did not cancel his voter registration. And this is Commissioner Bob Lucy, who chastised Herman for putting forward something so riddled with illegalities. should be fair, transparent, and equitable. Um, and in that way, there are ways of which we get to that fair and equitable election for everyone. Now, we are limited, as we have been before, in many of the ways that we can respond here at the county. Now, as many of you have read in the staff report and the opinions proffered not only by 
Commissioner Herman, but uh, the DA and the state LCB, there are certain things that are without, outside of the power of this commission. And the way that I, and in my way of seeing it, I think the voters get to choose the government in America and in the county. I think the people's faith and the integrity and fairness of our elections is critical to everything that the, this government does. I'm prepared to use my seat on this county commission and the one vote that I have here to make the elections fair and the best and most secure that they can be. And hopefully all of you feel the same way. I believe there have been discussions about voter ID and protection of ballots and chain of custody today. We've heard a number of discussions about disenfranchisement and the security of those elections. A group of very passionate people have used their time, and some of them have used their money to push for change, uh, and that's democracy in action. And it's inspiring for me to watch. Today, over the last eight hours that we've been here, we've watched that in its purest of form. This is exactly the way that a democracy should be run, the ability to debate an item and a topic in front of everyone and discuss and see everybody's point of view. So at their urging, Commissioner Herman, you've pointed out and pushed a specific resolution forward. And I believe while your heart was always in the right place to move forward and provide for um, clear and resolute elections for those individuals that feel disenfranchised or feel that there's fraudulent activity, I feel that the way that this was constructed and construed um, was inappropriate. I feel that there you had an opportunity to work with yourself um, and the, your other fellow commissioners and the highly competent and, and effective professional staff here at Washoe County to put forth a, an initiative that was completely legal, fiscally and morally sound. However, as I look at this resolution as drafted, it has many flaws and many challenges in which we cannot take a position on today. I personally believe that ballot harvesting is correct and should be a crime. I don't, think, I don't understand anyone who pushes an election measure that they could treat voting ballots like a free car wash coupon. I don't believe in that, never have. However, that's our state government and our legislature that have put forth those laws. I believe that political force feeding to make radical and terrible changes to our state election laws in the middle of a pandemic was wrong. I think these actions couldn't be properly checked or balanced. And I don't want to be a participant in a process that works like that because I think we risk getting in a similarly fouled up situation here moving forward with the same type of resolution. All commissioners, with the exception of Jean Herman, voted against her measure. Taking us out this week is a song by longtime Reno punk band Seven Seconds called Leave a Light On.
For this week in Reno News, I am Bob Conrad with thisisreno.com.